Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and today is the 31st of May 2023. It's going to be really interesting to see what the month of June brings to the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now guys, since the last few hours, the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies hasn't moved at all. Now yesterday, the prices of Bitcoin did actually cross the $28,000 mark. So in today's episode, we'll very briefly touch base on what is going on in the world of global cryptocurrency market. But XRP or Ripple is definitely heading towards the moon. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that in today's episode. And guys, one of the biggest news that is going on in Down Under is Binance Australia. They are selling Bitcoins for $9,000. This is absolutely shocking. And in today's episode, I'll go ahead and explain what is it that is going on. And guys, regarding ordinals, there's a massive update. And in 2023, Bitcoin ordinals and inscriptions has definitely taken not only the Bitcoin world by storm, but also the Ethereum and the NFT world by storm as well. But what today's news is that Bitcoin ordinals is trying to bridge with Ethereum's NFTs. Now, could it be possible that we are going to have NFTs transferred from Ethereum onto Bitcoin blockchain or vice versa? We'll definitely go ahead and explore that in today's episode. And guys, Ripple is definitely heading towards the moon. And just a few days ago, they did actually record a massive milestone. So I'll definitely go ahead and explain what that news is all about. And guys, regarding Ethereum, we have some update and looks like one of the OG of Ethereum was having roughly around 8,000 Ethereum going back to 2015 has decided to move some of the Ethereum. So it looks like there's some drama going on and we'll definitely go ahead and talk about that in today's episode. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Date podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from the UAE and the Middle East. And the first news is that regulated virtual asset activity are offered a DAT branch. And this news card is published by Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority's website that is Dubai's regulatory body. So we'll definitely go and explain what that news is all about. Now mind you guys that this news is relatively short and sweet. So what I'd really recommend you to do is read through this news via the website as well so you get information from first source. Now the second news is to do with Metaverse and a company called Exata which I believe was from Oman has decided to make its move to Dubai. So definitely brilliant news. So quite a lot to cover in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. 
This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates, and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events, and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE, and Middle East crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Shalu Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now instead of E, they have replaced it with Web 3 and it is the number 3 mates.xyz and guys listen Charlotte group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the nft space is a massive deal now if you're a sneakerhead you definitely need to check out soulmates.xyz and once again guys the number is three instead of an e it has all the information and in the show notes below you'll get all the information and listen guys if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.premint.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out. And they have a Discord community as well. And Gas Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates, has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys, check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify, go to iTunes, 
go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Series podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, Let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now, not much has happened since the last 24 hours. The global cryptocurrency market is at $1.16 trillion. Now, since the last 24 hours, though, it has mildly gone up by 0.10%. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is still ridiculously low, and it is only at $30.36 billion. And since the last 24 hours, it has actually gone down by 2.44%. And guys, the volume of DeFi is not looking good either. It is at $2.39 billion. The total value locked is once again ridiculously low at $47.35 billion. Now guys, I'd just like to have some quiz. Now if you're a listener for the very first time, what I want you to do is mention in the comments below, how many times in 2023 has the total value lock crossed the $50 billion mark? Mention them in the comments below. Now Lido is still dominating so far as total value locked in DeFi is concerned. And the total value locked is $13.29 billion and it accounts for 28.07%, a massive, massive chunk of all total value locked. Now, all these things being said, guys, the volume of DeFi accounts for only 7.87% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. This, to be honest, is absolutely ridiculous, and the 24-hour volume is not looking good either. Uniswap is number one, and the 24-hour volume is $774.15 million, followed by PancakeSwap at $481.49 million. Now the third and fourth are newcomers guys. The third one for the very first time I'm seeing it on the 24-hour volume top 5 chart is a protocol called Radium and $256.2 million is its 24-hour volume. Sushi is at number 4 at $110.75 million and to be honest I haven't seen Sushi since a very long time. I've definitely seen Sushi Sop but I've definitely not seen Sushi. Core Finance is at number 5 and $93.86 million is this 24-hour volume. Now guys, let's quickly look at the volume of stable coins and there is some news surrounding regarding Tether USDT, which I'll very briefly touch base upon. Now the volume of stable coins is at $28.21 billion and listen to this guys, despite the volume being low, stablecoin accounts for 92.91% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. I've been saying this time and over again, this is absolutely horrendous. And scary to be honest. Now, out of this $28.21 billion, Tether USDT accounts for $21.43 billion. And guys, few weeks ago in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, four days in a row, I covered news regarding Tether USDT. Now, I am personally not a fan of Tether USDT. They have a notorious history, and the things that they're doing is absolutely shady. But the news is that stablecoin issuer Tether USDT is investing in sustainable Bitcoin mining all the way in Uruguay. 
and Bitfinex, the company that manages Tether, earlier this month announced plans to invest part of its profits in Bitcoin purchases as well. Now, really, I'm not sure when they are going to be purchasing quite a lot of Bitcoins. And guys, when that thing happens, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will definitely pump up. Or could it be possible something similar to what happened to Terra Luna? Remember guys, Terra Luna did actually buy a lot of Bitcoin and because of that, the prices of Bitcoin actually pumped up. Unfortunately, we did see the collapse of Terra Luna. But nonetheless, of our steady USDT is concerned, they expect that the mining facility will start operating by mid-quarter 3 of this year. So please pay attention to what is going on in the world of Tether USDT. Now the second highest volume of all stable coins is Circle USDC and it is only at $2.79 billion followed by Binance BUSD at $1.72 billion. Now guys let's very quickly look at the market cap, 24 hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum and guys most likely after a month or so I might stop comparing this data cause to be honest the only reason I started doing that because I was under the watch and expectation that Ethereum might flip Bitcoin because of the London hard fork but looks like that thing might not happen not at least for the next few years and my prediction that Ethereum would flip Bitcoin so far as market cap is concerned 18 months after London hard fork has definitely gone down the drain. Now Bitcoin's market cap is at $536 billion whereas Ethereum is at $228 billion. The 24 hour trading volume is not looking good either for Bitcoin. It is only at $13.16 billion whereas Ethereum is at $5.34 billion. The dominance guys of Bitcoin and Ethereum has been relatively consistent for well over 6 months now. Bitcoin's dominance is 46.40% whereas Ethereum is 19.70% and guys in today's episode I'll very briefly touch base on the market cap of Web 3.0 protocols and also privacy coins and what I've been doing this week guys. Every day I'm giving explanation on each protocol. I believe on day 1 we looked at Mask Network. In yesterday's episode that is on the 30th of May, we looked at Monero and in today's episode, I'll very briefly touch base on what Zcash is. Now before that, let's look at the market cap of Web3 protocols. Chainlink's market cap is at $3.42 billion, followed by Filecoin at $2.05 billion and the graph at $1.18 billion. And guys, if you are someone who has been in the cryptocurrency world, you definitely need to check out the CEO or the founder of Chainlink. And there are some theories stating that the founder of Chainlink might have been Satoshi Nakamoto but personally I don't think so that is possible. I really am not sure what his age is but in order for him to be Satoshi Nakamoto he would have widely invented Bitcoin probably when he was 13 and 14 years old. Extremely extremely unlikely. Now guys let's look at privacy coins market cap. Monero is clearly an outlier and its market cap is 2.80 billion dollars followed by Mask Network at 346 million dollars and Zcash at 289 million dollars and guys a fun fact when zcash had launched the very same week the price of zcash was more than double of that of bitcoin unfortunately the prices was more than double for just a few days and after that the prices have definitely pumped up and they did actually launch going back to 2016 now as of today the price of zcash is 33.77 dollars and it is currently at number 74 so far as coin market cap is concerned but guys listen, so far as privacy and anonymity is concerned and the founder of Zcash, they're definitely iconic. So in today's episode, I'll very briefly give information on what is Zcash. Zcash is a decent large cryptocurrency focused on privacy and anonymity. And what it does is, it uses something called a ZK snark, which is zero knowledge proof technology. And what that does is, it allows nodes on the network to verify transactions, 
without revealing any sensitive information about those transactions and one trend which I've been observing, particularly since last quarter of 2022, there's a lot of hype surrounding Zcash. Now, contrary to common misunderstanding, the majority of the cryptocurrencies on the market, including Bitcoin, are definitely not anonymous, but rather pseudonymous. While they do not explicitly reveal the identities of the users, each user has their own public address or addresses, which can actually be traced back to them via the methods of data science and blockchain forensics. Now, so far as Zcash is concerned, transactions still have to be relayed via public blockchain, but unlike pseudonymous cryptocurrencies, Zcash transactions by default do not reveal the sending and receiving addresses or the amount being sent as well. There is an option, however, to reveal this data for the purposes of auditing or regulatory compliance. Now, Zcash Guys was actually released in October 28, 2016, and it was originally based on Bitcoin's code base. Now, what is really, really important to note who is the founder of Zcash, and Zcash was founded in 2016 by cypherpunk and computer science expert and entrepreneur Zuko Wilcox, who is considered one of the OGs in the cryptocurrency space, particularly in cryptography. He's also the founder of for-profit electronic coin company or called ECC, which actually manages the development of Zcash. Now guys, listen, Zuko is an absolute icon in cryptocurrency space and in cryptography space as well. And he has spent more than 25 years in the industry of cryptography and information security and has contributed to a number of projects, including the now defunct electronic money firm called DigiCash, which was essentially appeared to be a data storing software. Mojo Nation and Tao Leashed Authority File Storage System. And Gazuko also founded Leashed Authority Enterprises, which was a technology firm focused on improving digital security and preserving the fundamental right to privacy. And he also co-invented the Blake 3 cryptography hash function. Now listen guys, there's a lot of drama going on between Monero and Zcash. So what I'd really recommend you to do is listen to my episode yesterday where I mentioned about Monero and now in today's episode, Compare it with what I'm going to talk about regarding Zcash. Now, Zcash's main advantage is lies in its optimal anonymity, which allows for a level of privacy unattainable with regular pseudonymous cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum. And Zcash transactions can be sent in two ways transparent and shielded. Transparent transactions work in the same way as Bitcoin, whose code base Zcash was originally based on. They are sent between public addresses and are recorded on an immutable public blockchain. All the essential information, guys about these transactions is available online for absolutely anyone to see, including the sending and receiving addresses and the amount sent as well. Now, one thing you need to understand, guys, is that these public transactions absolutely do not reveal users' identities in an overt manner. The only identifiers an outside observer can access from blockchain are public addresses. However, through the efforts of data scientists and law enforcement over recent years, the methods of blockchain analysis have been developed to the point where an interested party can fairly reliably connect a public address on a blockchain to the real-world identity of its owner, essentially making private transactions impossible. Now, shielded transactions, on the other hand, guys, leverages the technology of zero-knowledge sonic, non-interactive arguments of knowledge, or also called as Znarks, in order to enable completely anonymous transactions to be sent over a public immutable blockchain. Now, the fact that the transactions has happened is recorded on the ledger, but the sending and the receiving addresses and the amount is not revealed to the public. Now, because of this, guys, Zcash offers its users the right to privacy while still enjoying the advantages of decentralized, permissionless digital currency. Now, listen, guys, there's a lot of drama going on, particularly between Monero and Zcash. And one thing which I often say is, guys, you truly need to understand the difference between privacy and anonymity. Now, unfortunately, what the future of privacy and anonymity coins are, 
I really, really am not sure. It's going to be really interesting to see how the news develops. And one thing, guys, which I did mention in my episode yesterday is that the governments are not fans of privacy and anonymity. And because of that, the prices of Zcash and Monero are definitely not in the top 10. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the future of privacy and anonymity coins are. Now, guys, let's look at the king of all kings, that is Bitcoin. Now, Bitcoin is currently at $27,700 since the last 24 hours. It is down by 0.03%. Since the last 7 days, though, it is up by 1.82%. Ethereum is at $1,901 since the last 24 hours. It is marginally up by 0.56%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 2.66%. Now, could it be possible over the next few days or when we find out about the increase in the US debt ceiling, the price of Ethereum crosses the $2,000 mark? I really am hoping for. Now, Binance Coin is currently at $311 since the last 24 hours. It is marginally down by 0.19%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 0. 0.66%. So unfortunately guys, there is not much going on in the world of cryptocurrencies but there is some massive drama going on in Binance Australia and there is news that Bitcoin is actually sold for a ridiculous discount and Finance Magnus has actually published a report that states that Binance Australia is selling Bitcoin way cheaper than competing exchanges in the region and the discount results from investors fleeing before June's withdrawal suspension. So let me try to break it down what happened. Binance Australia, which is an exchange of raising in Australia, is selling Bitcoin at a significant discount compared to its competitors in the country. And the price difference, guys, between Binance Australia and another local exchange called BTC Markets is 9,000 Australian dollars. And Binance Australia is offering BTC at a price of roughly around 34,000 Australian dollars. And BTC Markets is pricing them at 43,000 Australian dollars. And guys, the main reason for this price difference is the concerns raised by Australian investors about the future of their position on Binance Australia. Now, earlier this month, guys, Binance did actually inform its Australian customers that they would no longer be able to withdraw funds or even deposit the ones due to the discontinuation of services by a third-party payment company. What happened is that on 18th of May, Binance Australia announced the immediate suspension of deposits indicating that users would not be able to add funds to the accounts and four days later guys they revealed that the final suspension of deposits and withdrawals would occur from 1st of June which is actually this week and Binance Australia stated that they are actively working to find an alternative provider to continue offering Australian dollars so far as deposits and withdrawals to the users are concerned and these developments have led to concerns among Australian investors who are worried about the liquidity and accessibility of the funds in Binance Australia. To be honest, I would feel the same thing as well. As a result, guys, many investors have started selling their Bitcoin holdings on the platform, which has created a situation where Bitcoin is being sold at a sizable discount compared to other exchanges and the country. So guys, in summary, the concerns raised by Australian investors about the future of the position on Binance Australia due to the suspension of deposits and withdrawal services caused by the discontinuation of services by a third-party payment company have led to a significant discount of the price of Bitcoin on platform compared to other exchanges in Australia. To be honest, if I was in Australia, I would definitely go ahead and pick some up. Now, for the most important note in April, Binance Australia announced that it will stop providing derivative instrument services after the exchange decided to renounce its local financial license. Now, there is certainly some investigation and drama going on in Binance Australia. Now, guys, let's discuss some news regarding Bitcoin ordinals. And Bitcoin ordinals actually did reach a new milestone with over 10 million inscriptions and ordinals. And not only that, guys, and now it will allow users to migrate their Ethereum ERC721-based NFT tokens 
to the Bitcoin blockchain with the launch of BRC 721E standard. Now, Coin Telegraph did actually break down this news. So, my big question is, guys, what is BRC 721E standard? So, let me try to explain in the most easiest terms. And if you try to understand it, let me know that, guys. Now, BRC 721E standard lets people move the digital art from Ethereum to Bitcoin. And how is this done? This is done by burning the art on Ethereum, which means it can't be used or changed anymore on Ethereum. And after burning, you can claim it on Bitcoin and it'll be stored there with lower quality preview image and a reference to the Ethereum burn. So basically, guys, it's a way to move and store your digital art on Bitcoin instead of Ethereum. Now, could it be possible? You can do it vice versa as well. Now, let me try to give out some technical bits and pieces of information. If you understand it, let me know. Or if you do need some more information, just drop me an email, guys, at info.blockchaindxv.com. Now, Bitcoin Ordinals, guys, is a new layer 2 solution for decentralized storage of digital art on the Bitcoin blockchain. And this is possible because of Taproot and Snow Signature. Now, Ordinals has launched the BRC721E standard, which allows users to migrate the Ethereum ERC20 based NFTs to Bitcoin blockchain. And, guys, listen. The BRC721E standard was created in collaboration between the Ordinals Market and Bitcoin Melody's NFT collection. And with the BRC721E standard, ERC721 NFTs can be converted to Ordinals. Initially, only a lower quality preview image is stored on chain, and a reference to this Ethereum bone is included in the raw image. And the migration process, guys, involves burning the ERC721 NFT using an Ethereum call function and this burning is irreversible and acts as an on-chain inscription method. Now guys, to claim the Ethereum burn on Bitcoin, the user must inscribe valid BRC721E data. Now once the migration is complete, the bridged NFT will appear on a custom Ordinals market collection page with complete metadata. Now listen guys, I'm pretty much sure some of the Bitcoin OGs will be absolutely, absolutely furious about it. Now I'm really interested to find out what happens to the mempool. Does it actually create more demand for transactions to go to? And it's going to be really interesting to see if it impacts the transaction fees on doing Bitcoin. And miners, guys, would absolutely love such kind of news. So just in summary, guys, Bitcoin Ordinals offers a way to move Ethereum NFTs to Bitcoin blockchain using the BRC721E standard, allowing for decentralized storage of digital art with full metadata on the Bitcoin blockchain. Now, what are your thoughts, guys? Personally, I think it's an unnecessary thing, but it's going to be really interesting to see what Bitcoin maximalists think about this. Now guys, let's discuss some news regarding centralized blockchain protocol called Ripple. Actually, it is not even a blockchain, but nonetheless, XRP is definitely pumping towards the moon and since the last 24 hours, it is actually the highest gainer. Now personally, I'm not a Ripple fan, but Ripple fans are definitely pushing XRP as a conclusion in the case against SEC draws closure. Now, really, I'm not sure when the final decision regarding the case is going to take place. But nonetheless, there is another positive news regarding XRP. And XRP Network did actually have its second and third largest address activity spike in, in its history over the past several days. As a matter of fact, on the 27th of May, around 490,000 addresses were interacting on the network in what was the second largest address activity day in the chain's history. This, guys, to be honest, is absolutely massive news. It just means that quite a lot of people are actually using XRP. Now, could it be bullish? I definitely do think so. Should it be bullish? I really am not sure. Now, guys, let's discuss some drama news regarding Ethereum and data for Look on Chain highlighted that a wallet which was dominant since 2015 has transferred 8,000 Ethereum 
to a different wallet and the wallet first did a transaction of what Ethereum maybe just to check and then move the remaining 7,999 Ethereum or ETH after just a few minutes and cause the 8,000 Ethereum is worth $15.14 million at the current Ethereum price of $1,892. However, guys, the investor that holds the Ethereum bought it when the price of one token was only 31 cents, which means, guys, he actually paid roughly around $2,480 going back to 2015. And having that belief that Ethereum would actually pump up, I'm pretty much sure that's the reason why he might have spent that much of money. And as of now, it is worth 15 $1.14 million, so definitely massive profit. Now, guys, let's discuss two news regarding Dubai UAE and the Middle East. And the first news is to do with Dubai Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, and the news is that regulated virtual asset activities are now offered at DET branches. And I'm going to give out the list of the DET branches. Now, what I'd really recommend you to do is, guys, read through the official link via the Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority's website, that is wara.ae. B for Victor. A for Apple, R for Roger, A for Apple.ae and the Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, in collaboration with the Department of Economy and Tourism, has hereby notified that regulated virtual asset activities, which were issued on 7th February 2023, are now offered at DT branches as well. And guys, accordingly, virtual asset service providers seeking to conduct business in Dubai's mainland or making changes to current commercial licenses can submit the application at the below mentioned activities at DT branches. Now guys, this news is more to do with people who are currently working or have the operations set up in Dubai or in the UAE. Now, the list of regulated asset activities include virtual asset advisory services, virtual asset broker dealer services, virtual asset custody services, virtual asset exchange services, virtual asset lending and borrowing services, virtual asset management and investment services. Additionally, guys, you can also apply for below commercial licenses and it does not require any NOC or no objection certificate from VARA and that is the virtual asset proprietary trading and firms carrying on virtual asset activities in Dubai except those from DIFC prior to 7th of February 2023 that is legacy virtual asset service providers must have the application seeking regulatory oversight or relevant guidance from VARA by the final deadline of 30th of April 2023. Now firms that have failed to comply with the regulatory framework by the aforementioned deadline, must comply immediately to avoid substantial punitive measures, including material fines, penalties, and potential firm closure. And as such, guys, they have strongly advised people affected by this news to visit the below branches to modify the existing licenses or maybe even apply for a new virtual asset license. Now, if you are in Dubai, guys, I believe they have five locations one is the Al Barsha Mall, the second one is DB Cafe, the third location is Palm Strip Mall Jumeirah. The fourth one is in Al Twar Center, which is, I believe, in Dubai Mall. And the fifth one, guys, is at an iconic location in Clock Tower, Dubai. Now, guys, let's discuss the second news. And this is to do with Metaverse. And the news is that a company from Oman has decided to move to Dubai. So, the news essentially is it's sort of Metaverse company from Oman makes it move to Dubai. So let me try to give us some bits and pieces of information. Now the website is exata.com and based on the website guys it states that it's a place where design innovation and technology meets scalability. Now Exata is a leading metaverse company and they have opened a new office in Dubai at the DMCC Crypto Center and the new office is part of company's global expansion strategy and will serve as a hub for operations in the Middle East region. And Dubai guys as we know is known for its innovation and expansion making it an ideal location for Exata 
and the company is already engaging in major players in the Middle East. An Exado guy specializes in virtual reality and artificial intelligence-based solutions for e-commerce, and the company offers technological advancements and unique solutions in the metaverse space. And the DMCC Crypto Center guys, as we know in Dubai, is a thriving hub for blockchain tech and artificial-related businesses. And Exado's presence in the Crypto Center will facilitate connections in the tech industry and the Middle East. And Exado's mass and its metaverse as a service includes the development of virtual services and virtual cities as well. And the placement in Dubai aligns with Exado's vision of future cities in the expanding metaverse. And Exado guys has achieved technological milestones such as Zenvia.ai, which is essentially a virtual asset assistant and innovative data research. And Dubai guys, as we know, is a status as one of the top tech cities in the world and it has opened doors for future innovations by Exata. And Exata guys has pioneered virtual shopping spaces for retail cities, transforming the way brands engage with customers. And the international presence in Dubai allows Exata to expand its customer base and collaborate with similar businesses. And community building is a top priority for Exata and global development will further enhance its growth and Dubai's reputation guys as a center for trade and business complements Exata's expansion plans. And Exata's CEO guys Rashid Ali expressed excitement about establishing a presence in Dubai and engaging with the dynamic city. And the company's move to Dubai reflects its commitment to staying at the forefront of technological advancements in the metaverse industry. So definitely a great news for Dubai and also in the Middle East. So those are the news guys from Crypto & Coffee Update from Blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com. And also guys, check out my other website, area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a fast show rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Suju who asks Do you think Ethereum will be sound money someday? Not at all, and I definitely don't think so that Ethereum will be sound money. And you need to understand, Suju, there was this talks about Ethereum to be ultra sound money. And the reason ultra sound money is because Bitcoin was on the verge of becoming a sound money. Now, by definition, and something which I've mentioned several times in my past, Bitcoin's definition is peer-to-peer electronic cash system. Now, if Bitcoin would have worked how it was originally intended to be, Bitcoin would have been sound money. But because of human greed, limited supply of Bitcoin, and the whole game theory, I really am not sure if it is ideal for Bitcoin to be sound money as well. Now, keeping all these things in mind, what I do think, Sujo, is that Bitcoin's definition probably should have changed if it was done in the right way and the proper definition ideally could have been that Bitcoin is the purest form of money, not necessarily Ethereum. Now one of the biggest drawbacks about Ethereum in particular, because of staking Sucho, Ethereum has definitely deviated not only from sound money but also from ultrasound money and there is a meme as to why it was called as ultrasound money and that is something which I'll probably mention in my later episodes. But what happened unfortunately post-merger and once proof of stake kicked in, there are a lot of red flags, particularly in Ethereum, and these red flags are definitely crucial moments for cypherpunks in particular, 
who definitely do not like that Ethereum is of fact compliant. As a matter of fact, over 60% of blocks which are kind of added onto the blockchain for Ethereum is of fact compliant. And this goes against the very ethos of open blockchain. Now, whether you agree to it or disagree to it, it does actually deviate from the main purpose of sound money or ultrasound money. Now, Bitcoin does have the potential to maybe be sound money, but with the drama surrounding regarding ordinals and inscriptions, and currently, you know, Suji, there are also talks of maybe taking out the ordinals and inscriptions from the Bitcoin blockchain completely. That is possible if the Bitcoin maximalist and the OGs agree that it is kind of like a bug and they can completely remove things that are built on ordinals and inscriptions. Unfortunately, I don't think so that will happen. But to answer your question, do you think Ethereum will be sound money? I definitely don't think so. But could it be possible in the cryptocurrency in crazy world? I definitely do think so. Anything is possible and only time will tell. So that's it guys on the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXB. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. And guys remember Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am we have Kryptian Coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and other series of episodes under Kryptian Coffee at 8 Works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the cause of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally showing sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice one. Bye-bye.